Coming up on the show, let's keep things casual. These are the years in which they go on dates with 22-year-olds and say, look, I'm not looking for something serious, just so you know. Like, well, then, <laughs> great. Let's find out what's really going on with that guy who just wants to keep things casual. I asked the guy I dated casually before this show existed. How many girls was he seeing in addition to me? I was definitely sleeping with other people, but, like, I don't remember. Specifically. Did it, was it ever, like, back-to-back or, like... Back to back in the same day? Yeah. I feel like I remember one time it being like back to back in the same day, like once. (laughs) Maybe. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. So gross. And I make so many revealing comments in this episode, mostly about him not wanting to get serious with me. Really bad relationship. It was like really shitty relationship. So like you picked her over me, so it must have been awesome. And I have no idea how this came up. It just has nothing to do with anything. Listeners, Andrea's like seriously really good at sex stuff. Maybe one of the best at sex stuff that I know (laughs) in my life. Stay with us. This is Why Why. I'm Andrea Salenzi. When I think about dating in my 20s, there's one explanation I'm always going back to. We first heard it on episode 15 of the show when our radical, loving, feminist spirit guide, Hollywood, said this. When I arrived at my 20s, newly single, after what was a gut-wrenching breakup from my college boyfriend, newly single to a city, and just meeting people who over and over said, I'm looking for something casual. I'm looking for something casual. I'm looking for something casual. And me sitting there being, what do you, what do you mean by casual? Love isn't casual. Love is pretty serious. It's, it's an intense thing. I mean, I've been in love. Have you been in love? Cause I have, it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and them being like, yeah, but I need to keep myself know open and like open to what <laughs> what more what more in life is there to love I I, I sat there I sat there I was looking across the table from these guys who were just so clearly unrepentant and unapologetic about how much they felt like this time period needed to be spent in a certain way and that was regardless of how cool I was or how interesting I was that the person across from the table from them didn't matter because More important to them was how they thought their early 20s needed to go. If you are dating in your 20s, it becomes clear that casual is the terms of agreement you have to accept. It was the only thing that seemed available to me if I wanted a sex life. With my guest today, whose voice is disguised, by the way, I accepted these terms for like half a year for my birthday, for vacations together. He's fun and smart with black skinny jeans, big dad glasses, and a bike on his shoulder. And he is amazing at balancing two worlds, this norm world and this punk world, while I have a hard time just navigating one world. So what did I get out of the deal? 
Well, in exchange for training myself how to resist loving him, never getting to take him to parties or introduce him to my family, he adored my body. He treated me with respect and friendship, and it never wavered. I never played a game with him. And though I'd never go back and parts of our story deeply skeeve me out, this is in every way a success story for me, mostly because we slept together and I don't hate his guts. <laughs> it's gonna get so embarrassing. You're gonna blush during this. Oh my God, You're already so blushing many times. I'm just looking at my list of questions and they're so embarrassing. <laughs> So do you remember when we first met? Yes, I do remember when we first met. Do you remember when we first met? Uh-huh. You do? Uh -huh. I feel like we talked about this and you like didn't really remember. I guess you did. We were walking along uh, a road going to the train together. Right. We had met in a stairwell. I don't remember that. that. This was like right before. The, I mean, this was at the same time. Okay, so we were... See how are we gonna how are we gonna do this? I don't even know. We were at a meeting. We were at a meeting for something we're both involved in. For something we're both involved in, I was like, "Damn, there's a cute girl who works here now." And then I talked to you in the hallway about like something boring. I don't know what. I just like stopped you in the hallway. And then the I remember thinking, "There's a friend. I hope I can be. We can be friends." And then like kind of trying to time when I left with you. Yeah. Maybe I thought you were cute. I probably thought you were cute. You probably thought I was cute. I'm sure I timed when I left with when you were leaving. I, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't say I probably did. I'm sure that I did. Even though I don't remember actually doing that, I just, you know, yeah. it's a typical thing to That's do. That's something that I would do also. Um, and because I think also yeah. when we met in the stairwell, we had already established that we lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah, that so, was cool. And I don't know if we went all the way back or if I had my bike or what. I just remember walking and saying something really embarrassing, like, I know I really want to be your friend, and can we hang out? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, can we be friends? Seriously, because I yeah. know zero people. Right, because you had just moved back to New York. Yeah, I, I had needs, so. Yeah. And I think we made, I don't think we made any plans. We didn't make any plans. Did we exchange phone numbers? Yes? I don't, I don't know. I think the next time I heard from you was on Gchat. That's true. Because you... Gchat is your, you're very strong at Gchat. You're like a Gchat expert. Oh, right. I forgot about this. Because he I used to have. I taught you how to Gchat. <laughs> you taught me so much. Um, I've never had a job where I could Gchat before WFNU. Right. And I was always, I'm always on Gchat. How Although much of I, your day was Gchat at that time in your life? At that time, when I was working at that boring job a lot, um, to the point where I was getting in trouble in my work from my boss for, like, being on Gchat and Facebook too much. Were you ever Gchat flirting with me at the same time you were Gchat flirting with someone else? And then you just <laughs> copy and pasted back and forth? I doubt a copy and paste, but I'm sure there was multiple Gchat flirtings going on, <laughs> for sure. Sexting on Gchat, if you will. Really? Um, yeah, probably. I don't remember any specific examples. Um... That reminds me better, though, of a time that I accidentally, I recently sent a wrong sex to someone else. Tell me everything. And it was, it was like a silly sex, you know? And it was about, uh, I had, this girl was in town, and she was, she was at the bar. I gave her a flower at the bar. It was like mad, like, chill move, you You're know? so romantic. I was so romantic. 
which is like a go-to thing. Like if I ever see anyone like with flowers, I'll always be like, yo, can I get one of those? And then just like whatever, like whoever you want to bone, whoever I want to bone who's like near me, I will hand them the, the flower at that time. Uh-huh. Um, so someone had flowers. I grabbed one, I gave it to this girl. I bought her a drink, blah, blah, blah. Got super wasted. Some girl who I was like chilling with showed up at the bar. So I was like, well, what do you mean by chilling with some girl that I was have like a, like casual sexual relationship with who was also like really, really fun and awesome. She's great. And we still like hang out sometimes. She, she showed Uh-oh. up. Oh, <laughs> well, she showed up at the bar. So I, I went home with her because I was like, this is going to be like rude if I like do otherwise. And so girl I gave flower to was, she was, we were texting each other the next day. She was like, wait, an Irish goodbye me or some bullshit like that. Cause I like left and I was texting with her and she was on a bus to Philly. So she had all sorts of time to kill. You I love like, Philly. I love Philly. She was on a bus to Philly and I started, she was on a, she was on her way to visit her grandmother. And so I started talking about like her grandmother, like, and I don't like barely know this girl at all. And I was like saying things like, like, what does your grandmother look like? And like all this <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> And it got to like a, it was getting to like a like a gross point, and <laughs> and I was simultaneously texting with a girl who lives in Canada who I was about to go on a trip with, mm. and I sent that girl a text being like, like straight up something along the lines of like, what is your grandmother wearing right now? <laughs> and she was just like, what, like just like you know a classic like what question mark back, and I was just like, there's no way to. Hi, like, there's no way to mask that whatsoever, my bad. Uh, that was meant for someone else. Anyways. So in that story, you had, like, three girls. Like, one you were pursuing, one you could see on the regular in Brooklyn, one that you were planning a trip with. Like, how many girls at any given moment are you putting your dick in or hoping to put your dick in? <laughs> like, what's hoping your... Hoping to. Hoping to is, like... No, like, what's your average if we were to tally it out? I mean, first of all, like, hoping to is, like you know, a ridiculous question, because that's just, like, there's no way to answer that. But, like, that. actively gaming. I would say there's that Kendrick song where he talks about, like, wifey girlfriend mistress, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. If I'm not in, like, a, a exclusive relationship, I, I feel like a, like a solid, like, three rotating cast of women is chill. Can make up for that. What'd yeah. you say? They, like, you need three to make up for one. Yeah, yeah. Totally. A wifey girlfriend and a mistress. Like, someone you can, like, go, like, party with. Someone you can, like, chill at home with. Someone you can... I don't know what the other thing would be. Something. I don't know. It really depends. You know, I feel like I, I feel like a lot of my friends have given me a whole bunch of shit for the last... Uh, not giving me a bunch of shit, but just, like... Like, I, I got... After me and you stopped chilling, you know, I started dating this girl for, like, a year. Yeah. And it, like, was terrible. Was it? Yeah, it was a really bad relationship. It was like really shitty relationship. So like, but you picked her over me, so it must have been awesome. Well, it was very, very awesome in the beginning for sure. It was like really awesome, uh, but then it got like really bad. So like, I feel like ever since then, um, it's just been like, yeah, like any, like I just try to chill with a lot of different people all the time. Because so. that's way more comfortable for you. Or... Not necessarily. I think I was just, like, so stoked on being, like, out of this relationship. So I was just like, hell yeah, cool. Like, finally, I can just, like, talk to whoever I want all the time, you know? Yeah. So I want to hear all about life since your committed relationship, which was right after me. <laughs> um, I want to hear all about you sledding around. 
But let's just get back to our story real sure, quick. Sure. So we can plow through it so people know like the awkward context and Oh uh, yeah, we should probably back it up. You don't mind? Yeah, let's back it up. <laughs> okay. So okay, so first time we met. Right. Do you okay. remember the first time we did it? Did it. I remember the first time we kissed each other, for sure. Did it. What do you mean by kissed each other? Like, how do you remember when we kissed? I remember the first time we made out. We didn't. No, we didn't do it the first time we made out. That seems not like me. Right? It seems not like me either. I had to go do something. And we went on a... Via G-Chat, I asked you if you wanted to go to eat Indian food in Little India in Jersey City. Oh, yeah. And it was... Fucking really good food. Yes. All vegetarian. And then we made out under the statue of Jackie Robinson, <laughs> I want to say. That was so romantic. It was totally romantic. It was totally nice. And then we kissed on the train, and we I kissed... said goodbye, and I slapped your ass. You remember. You didn't slap my ass. You, like, reached out and, like, squeezed my ass as <laughs> I was getting off, off the train. train. Oh, now I remember, actually, the first time we had sex. Yeah, we... Uh, you made while we made out. Uh huh. Like on the street, you were like. I think we went to Pearls. No, I'm still on Jersey City, and then you were trying oh. to squeeze my butt on the way out. And yes, we went to Pearls. I just gotten a black flag tattoo. Yeah. Like five minutes before that. Cool. And we went to Pearls, and I, I think I've only been on dates to Pearls. Yeah, me too. And I think I've only been there like twice or three times. It's, it's horrible. Don't it's not like that. horrible, but I know, it's not but it's good. like functional. It's like if you need it just to have one drink it and want to leave, you will leave. Yeah. And then we went to, I'm going to say, your house. Yes. You had the you had your own bathroom <laughs> in your yeah, room. that's cool. <laughs> and then I think maybe... You touched my cock on your balcony, I want to say. <laughs> you remember this way better, but that yeah, that sounds like my move. I mean, that's just what like I feel like happened. But then that I was like, come see my balcony, and then I made moves in that direction, and then we were like, let's go to my room. Yeah. And it was good, right? It's really good. Yeah. I don't know that I necessarily specifically remember the first time that we had sex. And then we carried on like that, right? Like we'd see each other... Like a couple times a week? I'd say a solid like two or three times a week probably, right? Yeah. For a while. And I think if it was less than that, I would have freaked out. And if it was more than that, you would have freaked out. So we like found like the perfect balance mm-hmm. of like one to two times, a, about two times a week. Yeah. At least two times a week. Yes. Um, at one of our places. And it was like always really fun. Like because you are someone who like is so non-judgmental like i mean you could probably be an asshole but like for the most part you're just like accepting of like whatever you're into or whoever you are and it was just like you're just like ah did you eat the whole pizza cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh yeah were you late that's awesome <laughs> i just like remember that like cd was like really relaxing and good for me yeah it was good for me to see you, too, because you were always very uh, upbeat and, like, fun and nice, you know? Yeah. Funny. Well, I feel like for you, you were starting to, like, leave your, like, liberal arts college roots. Like, you had this, like, liberal arts college thing, this, like, kind of square job where you'd wear collared shirts. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you lived in a loft and you had, like, kind of a punk lifestyle. 
Yeah. Is that super lame to say you had a punk lifestyle? No, it's fine. I have a punk lifestyle. I still do. Okay. So, yeah. So, you were, like, becoming this, like, big dog on the punk scene (laughs) while also, like, having this, like, really square upbringing and, like... I don't know, nerdy school stuff. Yeah, so but like, I kind of, I feel but... like I represented like one of the last connections you had to that world that you to like norm world. Norm world. Is that what you're talking yeah. About? I mean, is that a real phrase? Norm world? No, just I mean, it can be. Norm is a real phrase for sure that gets used a lot. So norm versus punk. Yeah, or just norm versus like, yeah, punk, or just like norm versus like. Alt would be like the funnier way to say it. That's like so awful. Yeah, yeah, but like that's like a like a self-referential joke to be like, oh, punk, or like any other sort of like weird subculture of shit that people are into. Yeah. So, but, so for me to say it better, I guess I'd say like, so I feel like you were straddling two worlds at the time we were dating. Yeah. And I represented some kind of norm while you were like slowly becoming a big dog in the punk scene. And yeah, but I already. I've always been a big dog in the punk scene. <laughs> <laughs> you started booking more shows, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, releasing more music, and Yeah, I think probably I... around then was also when I started, like, booking this, that big festival that I was doing and shit. But that's, I mean, that's an interesting interpretation, but that's, I don't think that that's a unique moment in my life. I think I've always kind of, like, had, like, the spectrum of yeah. norm to all social experiences. I feel like when I was in college, I still went to punk shows. And when I was in high school, I like was friends with like kids who are into music and kids who weren't into music. Like right now, I like chill with kids from my graduate program and chill with all the kids that I know from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I feel like I kind of like always kind of like. I feel like right after we parted ways, you got deeper into the punk scene and further from the norm scene. Like you started doing more drugs and, and like you st- you started a committed relationship with someone who was kind of part of that. I don't a hundred percent agree with that, but I totally see what you're seeing, or saying, and it's probably like pretty true. But it's probably like also it's also mm-hmm. just probably been true a whole bunch of other times. But like I represent, but I think guess what's the truest part is like I represented the norm side. You are totally the norm side for sure. Not the only. Because like the only our norm days side, would but... be so different, or our nights would be so different. You'd be like, I'd be like working late and you'd be like at shows or doing drugs yeah totally yeah um but we got along yeah but for the record uh could you tell my listeners uh how good i am at sex (laughs) yeah totally do they know this has anyone told your listeners how good you are at sex stuff no i need really i kind of need it out there that's so funny i really don't need it out there but if you want to go on and on about how listeners Listeners, Andrea's like seriously really good at sex stuff. Maybe one of the best at sex stuff that I know <laughs> in my life. Um, that's actually really interesting to think that you've been doing this dating podcast, but that there's how no way to know? verify that that's the case. How would like, they know? How would they know? Exactly. How would they know? You could say that, but that wouldn't mean anything. Do, have you said that, that you're really good at sex stuff? No, why would I ever say yeah, that? Yeah, you can't really say Although that. Although I did just give you a very leading question, which was, please tell my listeners. I mean, I was going to say it at some point in this interview. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... Like, how specifically? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew's really good at sex stuff. If you, like, when you wake up in the morning, Andrew will be like, 
for a while, and you if you're like you for a while, and then we'll like and like be late to work every time we sleep in the same place. Probably, I mean, I I told you that at the time. I was probably like, I don't know how you say something along the lines of like the best sex I've ever had, but it's like some of the best sex I've ever had, which I feel like you kind of agreed with at that time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the chemistry was both ways, where it was just like everything fit together really well. Everything then... fit together really well, and it was super enthusiastic and super open, and we would just like bang like a lot. Like and usually, like it was okay if that was all we did. I mean, we did other stuff too, but like I feel like that was the basis of our relationship for sure. Like fucking, right? Of course, because that's what it. I mean, it wasn't a relationship. Yeah, so. the basis of our open relationship. Yeah. And it was all. It would be like, and then the next morning, always, and we yeah. would just like start fucking immediately when we saw each other too. For the most part, if we like were in one of our homes, there was no like, so like blah blah blah. Watch like, a movie. Yeah, we didn't have to do any of that bullshit. Yeah, I feel like both of us were being super cool, open, like giving lovers in that situation. <laughs> Like, sexual lovers. Okay, but do you remember when we had the talk? The talk. The talk? No, what was the talk? Where I kind of, we ha- I had to ask you, like, what we were and what was, like, going on. No, tell me about when you initiated the talk, because I don't remember that specifically. I remember being, like, really nervous about it and kind of saying, like, hey, we got to figure this out. What are you looking for? What is this? Was that relating to wearing condoms or not relating to wearing yes. condoms? I think I wanted to know if there was any chance of a relationship and if you were doing other girls or not and how much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I vaguely remember. I remember, like, what that... That we had a talk. I remember that that, like, yeah, like, facilitated us, like, having... Yeah, I mean, I remember there was, like, an explicit understanding about what our relationship is. You can say it wasn't a relationship, but you're just saying it wasn't, like, a classic, like... Yeah. Relationship, but it was a relationship. But there was, was a moment where I, I kind of asked you to say, you're not my girlfriend and you're not going to be my girlfriend because I needed to hear that, like mm-hmm. that you weren't looking for one and that that wasn't going to happen. It's easy to get confused by really good sex. Yeah, definitely. Oh, this is what brought it on is I had left like a sweater at your place and then I was like, oh, where's the sweater? I think I left it here. And you're like, oh, it's by the hamper. So I went over by the hamper, <laughs> and there was a pile of girl clothes. <laughs> so it's like I lifted up, and there was like a pair of tights, and then there was a pair of like giant fucking panties, like really big nice, panties. Cool. Yeah. And then I like then there was like another person's sweater, and then I finally found my sweater. But it was like I had to go through this pile, and that <laughs> had only been away for like a week, and uh. It just gave me some context for what was going on in the room and on your sheets when I wasn't in there. Ooh, yeah. And um, I, that was like a moment where I felt a little skeeved out and like, uh, I need to this I need to know that this is going on because it's easy to pretend that you're just thinking about me and I'm just thinking about you. Because I didn't have a lot of other things going on at the time. Right. I feel like I've gotten in that trouble before. The girl clothes. Because of the hamper pile? girl clothes around trouble. Really? Yeah. But also one time I got in trouble and it was totally like, it was like bullshit. It was like, she's like, what the fuck is this? And it was like her best friend's like, like shirt that she had forgotten or something like (laughs) bullshit like that. Um, 
Well, also, I feel like maybe that also related to having some sort of like, like, like you kind of brought up like a, like a competition esque like factor, which like made it maybe a little like weirder or something. And that was like, like I feel like you, like that was brought yeah. up during that time, and that that was like. I felt pressure to to be doing other or guys. That you had to be doing other guys. And like, I think it was easier for you to do lots of other chicks than it was for me to do lots of other guys because I was still kind of new in the city and had standards. And yeah, you gotta lower those <laughs> standards. <laughs> but it's like I could, if I only have time to do it two nights a week, and you're available for that. Like, it was hard to imagine putting myself out there for other stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I remember kind of like implying that there were more guys than there probably were yeah or like leaving a condom on my floor or something like that like so you did leave a condom on your floor or like a wrapper next to my bed or something i did something stupid like that where i'm like i want to make sure (laughs) knows that i i'm i can do it also i want to make sure he knows that i opened up this condom and (laughs) threw it out and put the wrapper next to my bed i did do that (laughs) Uh, so, like, how many other girls were you seeing at the time that we were seeing each other? I don't know. Like, it definitely wasn't that many because we were having really sick sex. You know what I mean? So, like, at that point when, like, my... Because also, like, we've sandwiched this in, like, me... We're talking about the the girl who I dated after me and you were seeing each other. That's also... Before that, I was dating somebody for five years. Yeah. Which I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, yeah. And so I don't remember how far after that specifically that was, but, like, not that long, you know, like, maybe, like, six months or something like that. Yeah, you're coming out of a really long relationship. So it was definitely, like, uh, it was a total just, like, yeah, I just want to, like, like, bang people and not, like... But, like, how many other people were you banging and how much work were you putting into the banging? Right. And what I'm getting to is that, so I was really only interested in, like, banging and me and you are doing the best banging. So, like, I feel like it wasn't, like, that many people that I was, like, sleeping with at that time. I was definitely sleeping with other people, but, like, I don't remember. Did it, was it ever, like, back to back or, like? Back to back in the same day? Yeah. I feel like I remember one time it being like back to back in the same day, like once, oh, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I think it was mostly like, yeah, like maybe like, maybe if we hung out throughout the week, maybe I slept with like one other person that week or something on a typical. Yeah. Week. Or was not, there, or not. Was even. there ever another regular girl? Regular girl? No, I think you were the only reg girl in that time. Because that was kind of the deal also was... Andrea mentioned this conversation earlier and I thought and I think I mean I that conversation also led to us coming up with like fairly like chill ground rules for how we could be in a quote-unquote open relationship together which I think worked pretty well and one of them included there was like a no exes thing I think well you didn't have that many exes and I didn't have that many exes yeah totally Maybe there was. I feel like I remember that. There was, like, if either of us met another, not necessarily, like, another I, reg yeah. person, but another person that, it was this like, was one that you, you someone, really wanted to do. If you meet someone that you, like, like better than me, then you have to break up with me. Yeah. If you meet someone you like better than me, then we have to break up. And that was super important to me. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. And that's exactly what we did. And it was very chill. It was the best breakup 
of a non-relationship ever. Yeah. Since then, I've had one other very chill, non-like breakup of a non-relationship, but that still is the best one. Like we ate barbecue, we talked about it, and we lay on the floor, digested barbecue, like said goodbye, and it was so relaxed. It was so easy. Totally. And it was barbecue that had been shipped to Andrea by her best friend from Kansas City, where she lived before in New York. And it was frozen Kansas City barbecue. Why did City I share barbecue. that? Why did I share that? I don't even remember. Because. <laughs> because we had a chill relationship, so there's no reason not to. That was part of why it was like yeah. such a chill breakup. Because you're like, yeah, and like we still care about each other or like are nice to each other or whatever. And yeah. like you knew that I would be stoked to eat that barbecue. So yeah. So you shared it with me. But yeah, I remember I had to kind of initiate it because you'd been really distant for a bit and I was kind of distracted too. And then you said some kind of like innuendo on Gchat and I was like, no, you don't need to give me innuendo. Like I kind of, I feel like sometimes you actually can pick up on another person's signals without them even sending you signals. Uh-huh. And it was it like, all goes back I, to Gchat, by the way. what? It all comes back to Gchat. Yeah. Thank you. Gchat. <laughs> Sorry. To Gchat. Cheers. Uh, so you were already picking up on some sort of signals. Yeah, but like, where did those come from? I don't even know. I don't even know either. But they I kind of like knew have, it was over. They it, couldn't have been that long either. It was like I went five consecutive days without you wanting to have sex, and then I knew something was wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kind of like, I'd like to stress the awkwardness and drama here for the sake of my radio program. The awkwardness here or the awkwardness then? About what I'm about to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like... <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, like, why not me? That is an awkward one. Well, when it comes down to it, I think it was something we already talked about. It was like the, the alt-norm dichotomy. You know what I mean? Like, I think at that... Andrew's making a a weird face. I don't even know how to describe it. No, I think that that's totally it. I think that I was dating a norm for a while, and then we were chilling a bunch, and you were also a norm, and I was like a weird, like, punk kid. At that point in my life, I was like, when I do get to a point where I maybe want to date somebody and, like, chill with them, like, exclusively or whatever, it's got to be someone who, like, wants to go to, like, a show with me and wants to, like sleep on the floor of a squat in like another country that we're traveling to and wants to like eat like bread and cheese for dinner for like three nights in a row because and do a lot of drugs and do a lot of drugs i mean drugs weren't necessarily like a central theme when we broke up you were like let me tell you about all the molly (laughs) true well you know the first time i ever did molly i think was like on the first date with this girl who I ended up seeing so I think I was like holy shit that was felt really good you know yeah and it was I think that that's the that's the simple answer is is... that I was I well like and there's it's not something I can fake like I'm I'm like I think I went to a couple shows but there's no way I could even act like I know what's going on or I was at all cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it was so uncool in all of those moments that I, like, tried to hang out. You weren't uncool in those moments. It okay. Was, but, but I'm not. It's not me. Yeah. Totally. And I had, and I had, I had, uh, I had spent five years of my recent life, like, doing shit that wasn't me. 
I needed to like at that point be with somebody who would just like do what I did who just yeah. like want to do like all the same shit and want to stay out till like five in the morning and want to go to like punk shows constantly and I don't even know if like I really wanted you to be that person I think it's just like you get really addicted to someone when you have a lot of sex with them I don't know if I necessarily was like god I wish blank was my boyfriend like everything would be better if blank was my boyfriend but I I did I like you can't help but go like what does she have that I don't yeah totally but at the same time I don't think I ever would have been I don't think I ever would have wanted to be your girlfriend like because I would have been holding you back so much yeah it's yeah it's cool I just I just wondered yeah well also did it but was there any point where you you would have wanted that either? You know what I mean? Like, on your own level, do you think you wanted to date me during any of those times? I don't think I ever could have, like, trusted you. Like, I was coming out of a thing where an ex-boyfriend of mine had cheated on me. And, like, I don't think I ever would have been like, oh, blank isn't going to get drunk and have sex with someone else. Like, I don't think I ever would have trusted you, even yeah. though you were totally cool about our agreement. Mm-hmm. that whole time and the only time during that that you didn't trust me I was uh, cooking eggs and potatoes with two of my guy friends but you did call in sick because you'd done some other chick the night before because I'd done some other chick the night before yeah no yes are you sure yes that doesn't sound right <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was the whole thing I feel like the whole thing was no. like because you were like are you with a girl right now? And I was like, no, I'm Because you took a sick day, and you said if you ever took a sick day, it would be so we could stay in and fuck. And, like, you took a sick day without telling me, and I was like, oh, no, he's just with some other girl having sex. But, but did you I were say like, that? Did, you were like, no, I'm cooking. Was no. that established that it was because yes. I was fucking a girl the night before? Yeah, you said, I'm cooking egg with my eggs with my bros, but yeah, I was with another girl last night. <laughs> if you can't handle that, we shouldn't go on this trip. You don't remember uh, who that was? Remember. No. Oh, yeah. I think I, I know who it was. You know who it was. How do you know who it was? Because I Facebook stalked the hell out of you. Uh, <laughs> who was it? She, like, was blonde or something, and she had another friend who was blonde or something. Like, bleach blondie. Bleach blondie or something? Yeah, short bleach blonde something. Hmm. But no, you were with another girl the night before yeah, we left on the street. I don't remember that part, but... Uh, but no, but that was the thing where it's like, I have to like be cool with that or else I shouldn't be doing this. Right. So it's like every time I was confronted with the reality that you were seeing lots of other girls at the time, that was like a cool wake up call for me. It's like either I want to do this or I don't. And I can't pretend it's something else. Like I need to like imagine that you're with other girls all the time, hours before me. And I really wanted like jealousy training. Like, I wanted to learn how to be with someone and not care who they're having sex with and, like, trust that when they want to be with me, they want to be with me and, like, we're just going to enjoy each other and then go back to the other thing. Yeah. So it was, like, important open relationship training for me. Yeah. But then I think at the end of it, that isn't, that wasn't what I was looking for anymore. Like, once we were both able to move on, I was ready for something else. Totally. For sure. And it's still, like, I can't, like... It's really hard not to be jealous of people, you know? It's just so healthy to be able to talk yourself down from it. Because, like, you realize that it's not 
it's just not about me. Like it wasn't about me when you would do other girls. It's like it's about like you living your life the way you want to live it, and it isn't had nothing to do with me. It's how I understood it. Yeah. It's not like Andrea sucks. I'm going to do this other girl right now. Because, like, when I would see other people, it wouldn't be because you weren't enough or you weren't cool or we didn't have good sex. It would just be like, oh, here's this other opportunity that I'm going to pursue and yeah, feel good. Definitely. I mean, because that's the thing is, like, uh, you know, life is all just about different opportunities and variety and diverse experiences okay you know like as well, stupid as that but sounds like, do you see yourself in a monogamous commitment long term in your life yeah probably totally but like there's also times when it's just like i guess that's also yeah i mean that's always the case but when it comes to like relationships and stuff sometimes it's just like more interesting or fulfilling or like it's more like dynamic or something to like be able to like both be on the same page with different people and be like it's like totally chill if we like chill with other people and stuff but i'm totally down with the whole like monogamous thing too and i've done that before too so but do you think you'll ever end up monogamous like forever you mean like yeah like a long-term forever commitment with someone yeah yeah is that terrifying yeah, maybe. I don't know. It hasn't hit me yet. I, it hasn't faced me yet, so it's not terrifying of someone that I felt like I was, oh, I'm going to be with this person forever or something. I, I definitely want to have, like, kids at some point, you know? I think kids would be really fun to, like... Aw, like... you'd be so... <laughs> oh, you'd be such a good dad. Yeah, I'd be, like, a chill dad. You'd be so cool. Yeah, so, like, I feel like at some point I would want to have kids with somebody, and I would want to, like, raise them with that person. Yeah. And stuff. You know, if I would meet like the coolest person ever, I would totally like date them forever or something. But I haven't ever met the coolest person ever. I think I have like a standard that's probably like not actually real. You know, I think that that's where a standard should be, though. Yeah. And I also think that like this like openness stuff that I've been experimenting with in my years it's going to just make me a better partner if I ever decide to do a monogamous thing because I'll, like, understand why someone might cheat or I'll understand how you can have, like, a really creative sex life without... If you can just fuck without a relationship, someone on the reg, you should do it. Not everyone can do it, though. It's really hard. Yeah. You have to have, like, so much communication and trust and and you also need to be not with an asshole. Yeah, there's got to be chill people. I never thought you were an asshole. Like, that's never come through my mind that you were using me, that you weren't honest with me, that you weren't straightforward, that you weren't telling me the truth. Like, that's what makes you a really good person to do this with. If you ever need a recommendation. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Your number. I never thought you were an asshole either, so like, that's why I like it. Did you ever feel like I was trying to trick you into making me your girlfriend? No, I don't think so. I feel like guys always treat girls like they're trying to trick them into being their girlfriend. Like, oh, you're trying to entrap me with your glorious vagina. Like, that doesn't, I feel like you never did that. No, I don't think I ever thought that. I feel like I, now in this conversation, I'm seeing a little bit more of like the whole like condom thing and stuff like that. But like, I I guess I kind of had like an idea of that too. I mean, I got jealous in our relationship when I got you to like say the person that and I totally knew the other person that you were like having sex with or at least one I don't know if there were 
You said. Also, how many people? Said, how many people are you having sex with, by the way? We haven't even gotten into any of this at all. Probably like three. I mean, it wasn't, and no one regular. Yeah. When we ended things, there was a guy who I seen regularly, who I thought was going to become something, and like, he gave me every signal that it was, and then it didn't. Yeah. And it was such a mind fuck. Yeah. So that's just rude. No, it's totally rude, and it was really manipulative, like everything about it. And the way it ended is he just stopped talking at me. Like no response talking to you sort of thing? Like he, I just didn't hear from him for like three weeks. And yeah. then I sent him an email like, hey, I haven't heard from you for a while, so just going to call a time of death on this and yeah. guess it's over now. It's been cool. You're really awesome. Did he respond to that? Yeah. And in the response, he didn't say anything about what I just said. He was like, oh, yeah, how was your summer? Yeah. I went to the beach and I saw Taylor Swift. Like, just didn't even, like, address that it had ever been a thing. Right. Right. That's not shitty. That is shitty. Um, Totally shitty. Why would... A lot of times I feel like people are really bad at just, like, being straightforward about stuff. Yeah. I mean, and apparently you're even better because I wasn't being... Or whatever you were saying earlier about thinking that, like... I was fucking other people and not really, like, talking about it or whatever, so maybe you're even better at being more straightforward than I am, but I feel like I'm pretty straightforward. No, you are always straightforward, and that's what was so good about it. And I definitely am most interested in spending time with people who are straightforward, you know, just in general. No, that's my policy, too. I like to over-talk about something instead of under-talk. Yeah. Just, like, as a policy. I think I agree with that. There's also, you know, I think part of why... uh, our relationship was fairly chill is because, like, we also, like, established, like, there's also things you don't really need to talk about, you know? Oh, so that, yeah. So, like, that was one of the rules, too, right? You weren't supposed to, we weren't supposed to talk about, like, who we were sleeping with or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, when or something. That yeah, like, that's just sort of in TMI. I feel like there's a line. Yeah. Like, like, in the same way as there's a line of, like, you being like, I understand why people would, like, cheat sometimes. Like, I now understand why people would cheat sometimes, too. And yeah. I'd, like forgiven people who have cheated and people have forgiven me for cheating and like that's chiller yeah i don't know yeah no i just want to understand like jealousy and what sex has to do with people and all of that uh so how's how things been since uh we stopped doing it how's your life been chill good life good i had a fucked up relationship for a year that was super fun for like a minute. Or it was super fun the whole time, but then also probably like super destructive the whole time too. Like a really What made it fucked up? Was she like controlling? What was what went wrong? I wouldn't say she was controlling, but she just like it's not obviously as much my fault as it is her fault, but she just like was not like in a mature, good mental space and I think we became, like, self-dependent on, like, bringing each other down rather than lifting each other up every day, you know? Yeah. Like, I would, like, give her shit for, like, not having, like, a job that was, like, serious. And she would, like, give me shit for, like, giving her shit for that. You know what I mean? We just, like, we just, like, it was just, like, toxic for a long time. But she was, like... We both, like, were so into each other at the same time. And, like, I think, like, so, like, attracted to each other. And so, like, having a lot of fun and, and stuff that we both just, like, stayed in it. 
way longer to the point where she like she like would still want like I'd be like no I don't want to date you for like months you know what I mean mm-hmm. she wouldn't give it up so that part was like really fun for a while and then like pretty bleak for a while and then since then it's been like pretty chill did you was it kind of fun to be exclusive with someone for that fun time to just I don't know. Was did you enjoy monogamy with her on some level? Yeah, totally. It's nice to like know that someone that you love is gonna be in your bed every night. You know what I mean? It's nice. It's Aww, like were you guys in love? <laughs> I think we were in love. Yeah, totally. Did you say that? Like, I love you. Yeah, we did. How long did it take to say that? Not really that long, cause it was like I don't know how long. You know, like maybe a few months or something. But it it got like really intense, like really fast. Wow. Yeah. And then we were definitely in yeah. love, you know? And then yeah. we definitely, like, hated each other. I don't know if she ever hated me. I hated her. She ha- definitely, like, h- hates me since then, I'm sure. Why you hated her because of the bringing each other down thing? Yeah, totally. And just, like, her, just, like, she was just, like, so dishonest about a lot of stuff. Did you cheat on her? Yes. Yes. Did she cheat on you? Yes. Now, what's the point? Of, like, the monogamy thing. I know. They were all complicated, for sure. Yeah. They were all super complicated. Like, like the lead-ups to these things. Yeah, the things that happened themselves were complicated. She was also an alcoholic, and I, like, party and, like, get fucked up a lot, but she, like, did got she fucked go, up every did day. Did she get recovered? Has she recovered? I don't know. Probably not. Like, but she was worse than you in terms... She had, like, less of a balance between... Yeah, she would, like, not be fun to be around, like, every day. Because she would, like, get drunk. And, like, not be able to have a good time. Like, there was this one night where she, like, refused to, like, not ride her bike home. And she was, like, fucking, like, stumbling around across the street as I was, like... She was, like, trying to, like, get away from me and me being, like, well, like, I love you or whatever, so I don't want Please you to die. die. And, like large men on the street like three different ones just like coming up to her and starting to talk to her and then me having to be like like fuck off and stuff and then like she fell off her bike and just like smacked her head on the pavement and was just like screaming at me and being such a fucking piece of shit and it was like the worst like experience of my life probably or one of the worst experiences of my life you know like shit like that like shit like destructive ass shit so like yeah, the time that, like, like I made out with somebody when I was, like, fucked up on drugs with my friends in Montreal, and we all, like, kissed Montreal's e- cool. Montreal's so cool. And it was, like, 10 in the morning, and we were in the park, and we all, like, kissed each other and shit, you know? And then, like, like yeah, like, I totally, like, cheated on her, but, like, who gives a shit, you know? And then she, like, made out with some guy, like, at a funeral, <laughs> right? weird like i didn't hear about this for like months and months and months until after it happened and the story like changed and the story that i ended up getting from that guy's girlfriend was totally different sounded like they fucked each other where she put it out like they kissed for like a minute and the thing that hurt my feelings the most was she asked like a she asked a mutual friend if she should kiss him or not and he said no and that like hurt my feelings more than like that she went to the friend not you yeah, or just or that, it was like... premeditated? Yeah, or just that, like, it was with somebody that, like... Like, it was with somebody that she had, that she used to, like, see, and both of us had, like, emotional attachment mm-hmm. to, and were close with, and 
that might hurt my feelings more than like a stranger that she made out with or like when we ended up like kind of like entering like an open relationship type thing because it was so fucked that's the only that way we you were could like end trying it. to like that's like the only way to end it like and her being like I'm not gonna fuck this guy blah 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 at like five in the morning when she's in New Orleans and I'm like I'm like ah oh, yeah but, and her being like but he's such a good lay and me being like ah oh, like I'm fucking like half asleep I don't want to hear this bullshit <laughs> and then she like fucks this guy anyways you know it's just like yeah uh that shit sucked so but ever since yeah. then it's been real great chill so life kinda. since that has been okay yeah totally uh we're just talking about sexual life is that what it is or just yeah. life in general both sexual life has been good since then ever since yeah. i broke up with her it was awesome what's your advice for a guy who wants to be able to have casual sex with girls without making them his girlfriend and like is totally clueless about how to do it without being an asshole what would you tell this guy he's like i Okay, so here he is. He just got out of, like, a long-term relationship. He does not want a girlfriend right now. What does he need to do? He wants to have so much sex, like, really fun sex. I don't know. It's hard to give universal advice, but... Communicate, like, talk about everything. Go out, do stuff. If you see a pretty girl, give her a flower. Yeah, so you got the answers. You've said a lot of it on this show. Yeah, totally. Give girls flowers. And ask for their phone numbers. Be My, nice to girls. Respect them. Be nice to them. Respect them. Be open. If they say Enjoy, they want like, an open thing, believe them. Yeah, maybe. But maybe they're not telling the truth. I don't know. Yeah. Love their bodies, but don't objectify their bodies. You know? I think it's be, a scary time for guys to just, like, have casual sex. Be, like. Don't go on the internet too much because, like, you're not going to find that many cool people on the internet, I don't think. I think you're still going to find, like, chiller people in real life. But totally go on the internet. Do you use the internet? Yeah, but, like, I never find chill people on the internet. I find chill people in real life all the time. And, like, every once in a while I'll go on a date from the internet. And sometimes it's been, it's almost always been cool. But, like, it's such, like, a waste of time sometimes. You spend, like, a lot of time, like, on the internet, like, looking and chatting with people. And you're just kind of like, eh, like. And then one of, you, yeah. one of each other, like, flakes anyways. How long before you have to have the talk with the, with a girl? Like, you hook up with, you meet her at the bar, you give her a flower, you hook up. She says, do you want to hang out again? You hook up again. When do you have the talk that says, like, I'm not looking for a girlfriend now? First of all, don't lead with, I'm not looking for a girlfriend now. Lead with, what are you looking for? See, you know so much. (laughs) Second, I don't know, a month? Until you, like, get to know each other or something? Until it's necessary? There's no point in, like, having, like, stupid conversations if they're not necessary. And you'll know when they become necessary, when you start, like, caring about that person or something, you know? If it's or when just, she like, starts str- acting weird, right? Whenever they're not a stranger anymore, then it's probably worth, like, having a conversation with them about. But not, like, the first time or the second time or something. Okay. But as for girls' phone numbers, I feel like my, like, I, ha- I live, like, with, like, a handful of people who always are, like, like, they always, like, seriously, like, give me a hard time because I'm always, like, hitting on girls or something. And I'm just like, A, I'm not even, like, hitting on girls. I just want to talk to girls. And B, they're always like, well, what do you do? I was like, well, you just have to ask for a girl's phone number. Like, you know what I mean? That's your move? That's my move when I want to, if there's someone that I want to, like, chill with, Uh you have to ask them if they want to chill. It doesn't necessarily have to be asking for their phone number specifically, but if it's, like, the middle of the day or if it's, like, you got something to do or, like, whatever, like, more likely than not, you're not, 
more likely than not, you're not in a place where you're going to go have sex immediately at that time. So you say, like, hey, do you want to, like, go, like, uh, get a drink or take a walk or get to know each other in some fucking stupid way? Yeah. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people, like, don't, like, ask for people's phone numbers, but everyone always gives you their phone number when you ask them for it. And then you can when decide you if do. you like that person or not. What do you say? When you do. Yeah, but I think that, like... Do you, you never get no's? It's funny, I had, like, a conversation with, like, one of my roommates about that, and I was like, no, I've, like, literally never had anyone ever say no. And then, like, that day, someone said no when I asked her for her phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I will not ask you that anymore. (laughs) But, no, it's, yeah, I feel like nine times out of ten, if I ask someone for their phone number, they give it to me. Then maybe we hang out, maybe we don't. But you just got to put yourself out there a little more, you know? I feel like people are afraid to do that sometimes. Your life is awesome. You think? Yeah, my life's awesome, I guess. I like it. Why? Why do you think my life's awesome? I don't know. It just sounds like you have a lot of fun. I couldn't have that much fun. I have a lot of fun. Without feeling like I was out of control or something. Sometimes it's a little out of control. Sometimes you're probably having a little less fun than I do. But I feel like the shit that I'm trying to do, like, in my life in general, coincides with, like, getting out of control. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'm going to school for journalism, but I'm trying to, like, write about music. So, like, shouldn't I go see fucking eight shows in a weekend and like know everything that's going on and then still write that article anyways you know what I mean no I think it's better to like live in the world than not yeah and my body hasn't like stopped me from doing these things yeah you know I I feel like if you're not tired all the time you're like probably fucking something up you know what I mean yeah if I get a job someday that, like, demands my full attention at all times that, like, I don't have time to do that shit. Or if I have, like, a kid or, like, something changes that, but it hasn't changed. So I feel like it makes more sense to just roll with it. I feel like you have, like, a very – you've made a very practical decision in your life about how much fun you have. Like, your sober brain had a very – had, like, a very reasonable decision about what your non-sober brain would do. You know, um, I guess we have to yeah, end all these things, I, I know, guess. We do. But you haven't told me all the things about your life post me. Uh, I, so, don't even, I don't even, like, have a clue. Really? I mean, other than what I've listened to on the radio. Or seen when you post all this stuff about, like, yeah. Tinder on Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, I... I don't know. I like did, the thing happened and he was kind of shitty to me. And I just realized that isn't like I kind of want a boyfriend now. Uh, yeah, but that's what you told to me like a while ago, I feel like. Yeah, because you, you tried again. Yeah. But I didn't try that hard. I only left it. I only tried it like a text or two or something, right? Did I try in person? You tried in person. I think you straight up said I would like I would be open to that or it would hanging out. We yeah. should hang out sometime. And I was like, I want a boyfriend now. Right. Did you find a boyfriend yet? Yeah. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Who is it? Uh his his name's Mike. We've been dating for like Mike. six months Classic. now. Six months. Six months. You haven't even mentioned this. How how would it come up? I don't know. He was on an episode. He was vetted on this show. What do you mean he was vetted on the show? So Planet Money gave me an assignment to try asking guys who I met on Tinder if they would Skype with me as a date. It was part of an economist's idea. I believe I heard that. And one of the guys kind of kept seeing him, and it was cool, and it was good. It's been great. What's his deal? 
He's a lawyer and a... A lawyer? Yeah. You're dating like an adult? Uh, I think it's really funny how he says adult here. I don't know how to talk about my boyfriend, and I hate the idea that I had to kind of make a sales pitch for why he's great right here. And anything I said at this moment feels too personal, so I'm just going to leave it out. Just trust me that it's great. It's so good. So if you didn't know about the boyfriend stuff, would you have guessed that we'd ever do it again? Um, yeah. Do you think we're going to do it again someday? Yeah. Really? Probably. I feel like, I mean, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've done it again with people before. And it's only if I had, if we had really good sex and we were like chill towards each other. And we had really good sex and we were chill towards each other. Yeah. So I feel like if me and you were at like a thing and neither one of us was like going home with somebody, I feel like if one of us said, well, maybe we should just go home, the other one would be like, yeah, let's do that. You know? You don't think it would be like a can of worms to reopen? Yeah, but like, who cares, you know? Maybe it would just be one time or something. Yeah. Would you ever have a threesome with, like, me and my boyfriend? Is he down with, like, fun sexual experiences and stuff? Yeah. Like, would I get to... Or would it... I think it would be, like, the... Yeah, totally, sure. (laughs) All right, that's it for today's show. I had help this week from my incredible intern, Aaron, in Hopkins, Minnesota. Thank you, Aaron. Greg at gregcircanow.com did our YOY artwork. And uh, shout out to Julia Buzzfeed. I'm so happy to have been featured in a list of podcasts there. And I want to welcome all of our new listeners who found the show that way. If you haven't heard me talk about this yet, WFMU is having an imaginary fundraiser. If you like cute t-shirts with dogs and cats on it, it's a way to support the show and keep it coming to you. Go to WFMU.org on the pledge page, say you love YOY. Get a cool t-shirt or YOY tote bag and uh, help make our station thrive. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that show. I wish I'd asked some tougher questions towards the end. And uh, I just want to encourage anyone out there who's thinking about confronting an ex, they'd like to do it for YOY, send me an email. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mad Hope, and online, WFMU.org.